I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be adapted for TV and screened on Five Star just after Britain's Most Misshapen Biscuits. There's some, I mean, mate, there's a shortbread in there. Yeah? It looks like Anne Widdicombe. No. Yeah. Big time. Big time. I'm Joel, a man who puts the pro in that's not appropriate attire for work, Joel. Please go home and change. And across from me is John Harris, a man recently photographed holding a wreath next to the grave of Bodger and Badger, despite claiming to have never seen the show. And joining us today is Matt Bentley Viney, star of the podcast Lower Your Expectations. Matt, how are you? Very good. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for joining us. We've been trying to get you on the show for ages. Is that right? Yeah, yeah but you're in such high demand. Uh, and you said to me in an early email exchange that you'd love to come on because you're a real cinephile, which made me question whether you'd actually heard the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because we, despite best efforts... We defile uh, cinema. Yes, that's More what it so. is. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on. What we're going to do now is we're going to pitch some films. Fantastic, let's get gonna, into it. We're going to have some real fun, mate. Yeah, oh, I'm not messing around today. I've been listening, I'm like, I'm ready for this. You're in the I'm zone. so ready. Yeah. You're match, like, match ready, primed. Exactly. Oh, John. What about this one from Alice? Sim City, a comic booky noir film entirely in Simish where the Sims finally question their creator's nefarious intent. Oh, Westworld, isn't it? That is Westworld, <laughs> yeah, that is a bit like oh, Westworld. Well, I think, she, I think she's playing off Sin City. Yeah. Ooh. So it's The Sims in black and white. Yeah. Which happened to me for a couple of months on, on an old desktop <laughs> that was just way beyond. I think if there's any, like, purer evidence that humans are fundamentally evil, it's what we're willing to do to our Sims when we play that game. Well, speak for yourself. Uh, you didn't <laughs> what do you mean? Up. Raise a proper family and... <laughs> <laughs> Shut your face. Give them loads of free money. Oh, yeah. Um, Rosebud. Rosebud, Semicolon, yeah. semicolon, semicolon. Film reference. What? That's a film. Semicolon. Or <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud. Yeah. To what film? Uh, uh, Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Ding. There you uh, go. Evidence. Yeah, Cinephile. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, you wouldn't. You'd you'd remove the front door of a house and put a family in there and see what would happen. Yeah. Not really gonna get out of windows. 
They're really dumb. That's the problem. The Sims are so stupid. Imagine if a Sim turned around and looked at the screen and started accusing you. cried. Me. Yeah. What would you do? What would you do, Matt? Can you repeat the question, please? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really a question. It's a simple question, Matt. What would you do? If you were playing The Sims <laughs> yeah. and, a, and you were doing something horrible to The Sim and it looked at you and reached its hand out. Begging. Oh, my God. That, that's just... <laughs> that's that's, that's thought, your worst right? nightmare, isn't it? Horrible <laughs> you suddenly, You suddenly see the effects of your actions on the, these poor Sims when they turn to you and ask to stop. <laughs> but then I think I would turn into my mirror and look up at the computer simulation we're in and... Great. Oh, stop. Yeah. Good like point. One. Yeah. Good. Good point. So if we're riffing off Sin City, yeah. yeah. So is is this like a world where it's really edgy and our Sims are like, ooh, oh, there's they're cool murder, Sims. there's prostitution, there's all these different things. Yeah, that's what Sims I like. Isn't that. that is it? Because the most edgy the Sims ever got was that expansion pack where they could go on nights out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. A lot of stuff happened in the hot tub in the jacuzzi. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I there was a. Glitch. It's that is weird that the Sims. They're basically pretty sort of asexual most of the time, and then they, they hop in a jacuzzi and all hell breaks loose. Do they? I can't <laughs> yeah. remember. It's like the Swedish. Back, actually. <laughs> you can't say that. I can say it. Oh, you did. There was a glitch that you could do where you'd take off the bed you get to see their genital. when they were making love, and it was like... Because you know what would happen is the bedsheet would move up and down, and there'd be like some kiss, like hearts would come out or whatever, and then yeah, like a baby life. would appear or whatever, like real life. Yeah, if you took it, their bodies would just contort into these horrendous shapes, <laughs> and then they would just finish. Oh, and, you'd, and you'd finish. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, Sin City. I've seen Sin City. I don't really remember it that much. Is it like a big guy with a big yellow head? Yes. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> that's all I know about. That's all I've seen. Sin City, and the problem is for idiots watching, they didn't realise how distracting the big yellow head would be from anything else that happens in that film. <laughs> it's like a really dark film, and just laughing away at a man with a big yellow head. It's it's a film. Where how, I'm sorry, but how can you have a really serious dark film and a man with a great big yellow head? <laughs> Just imagine you're in the cinema, like he's yellow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looking around, like no one's seeing this <laughs> Lego movie. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> Which is more serious because they're all yellow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all I, the main thing I remember from it was Elijah Wood playing a terrifying murderer with the glasses. Oh, it's Bruce Willis in it. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes, he is, uh, isn't he? Uh, does yeah. this film exist? Yeah. <laughs> I think he is, isn't he? But, but I prefer Matt's... <laughs> <laughs> Was that Simish? But that yeah. covers both answers, that's why I did it. Yeah. That's very clever. Very in, clever. in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, where were you the night of the murder? <laughs> <laughs> no further questions, Rihanna. Uh, would you like one from me? Yes. Martin sent this one in. Superhand Solo. <laughs> That's yeah. brilliant. So, Superhands from Peep Show is a drug adult bounty hunter in space. The great thing about this is usually we're like reaching for one of the two references. But yeah. I think we're. I think it's fair to say we're all expert on, experts on both of these. The Venn diagram of <laughs> Peep Show where, Star Wars. Where, where Peep Show and Star Wars interlocks is my face. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the love interest in this, though? Because, you know, there's always. I think in Solo, there's like a love interest and it breaks his heart. Is Robert it drugs? Webb. Is it heroin? Oh, okay. it could be, yeah, it could be heroin. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you could get some great cameos in that, couldn't you? I want to see Peep Show in space, is basically yeah. what I'm pitching here. <laughs> are, are the other members of the cast of Peep Show allowed to be aliens? Uh, Mark Corrigan, C-3PO. I mean, that's so <laughs> obvious, isn't it? That is so obvious. Yeah. Big Sue's Queen Amidala. I know I'm crossing <laughs> trilogies here. Uh, You've got to fit Johnson in somewhere. Vader. 
He's yeah. Vader, isn't he? Johnson's Vader. No, who's Jeff? Jeff. Oh, Jeff's Vader. Jeff's Vader. Jeff. What, Johnson's the Emperor? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really the em- Johnson's definitely the Emperor. You've got some photoshopping to do ahead of the release of oh, this episode, gosh. mate. Oh, who else is in Peep Show? We haven't said Robert Webb's cat. What's it, Jeremy? Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy, no. I don't know who... Jeremy's probably Chewbacca. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get Gerard in there. Gerard's got to be there somewhere. Gerard's R2-D2. <laughs> yeah. Gerard and Mark at R2-D2 and C-3PO, 100%. That's nailed on. That is absolutely nailed on. Uh, oh, dear. There we go. Bit of fun. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, yeah it's I not winning any awards, but it's a fun ride. We all You've go... You've not seen it yet, popcorn. mate. <laughs> <laughs> It'll win most popular, that most popular Oscar. Absolutely, <laughs> hands down. That That's Oscar. all I'm pitching for anymore. Most popular film. Have you no, got another one you. for me, John? Of course I have. What about this one from Lem? Last of the Mojitos. He says, imagine a world... (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm thinking, yeah, what what kind of situation would we have where a bartender has only one mojito to give? And what sort of situation is it where people aren't happy with an alternative drink? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's because of global warming, it's so hot now, that mojito is the only thing that will refresh people. Yeah, it is so refreshing. The currency of mojito is now, like, skyrocketed. I I was having a mojito only the other night, and honestly I thought, bloody hell, I'm refreshed. This is is the most refreshing I've ever been, yeah. (laughs) Or maybe there's another reason why the mojito's dying out. There's, like, lime cordial. Is lime in there? No, it's mint, isn't it? Oh, mint. Maybe fresh mint, mint fresh lime, grow sugar. Mint anymore. Maybe the, the mint supplies. Please don't interrupt me while I'm giving the listeners a handy <laughs> recipe. <laughs> Sorry, listen, I'll repeat that again. Mint, lime, sugar, white rum, soda water. Some people put lime cordial in there. They're frauds, mate. Fresh lime only. Fresh lime. Yeah. Maybe they're the characters in this, the ingredients. The ingredients of the It's like, like inside like out and it's like an animation. Blood. Oh, wow. Matt, you're blowing my mind. Yeah, that's way too <laughs> That's way too three dimensional <laughs> for us. Whoa. Characters playing fruit. A little mint. Oh. Played by Minty from EastEnders. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> <laughs> Any, any famous limes? Any international <laughs> listeners, apologies for the Peep Show chat. <laughs> and now, sorry about the Peep Show. Peep big over the, other, over the pond. Is it? Yeah, with the cool people. Oh, okay. Like the people in New York oh, the and areas kids. of Boston. Okay, um, fine. And they tried to make an American version, didn't they? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, really bad. Are we done with Last of the Mojitos? I like I like the Inside Out fruit and yeah, that sugar is good. stuff. That is good. Okay, what about this one from James? Zombie land before time. Dinosaurs versus zombies. Need I say more? I mean, that's just someone write that. It's written down. Let's make that. That's just amazing. Kickstarter. Let's go. Uh, broadly agree with you, mate. But we, what we've got to consider here is some logistics. Yeah. <laughs> because dinosaurs and people haven't existed at the same time, which I found out recently, despite what Hollywood tells you, right? Yeah. They never met. So, what are the zombies? Oh, are they dinosaur oh. zombies? Are they dinosaur zombies, or is it a Jurassic Park situation? But we ha- have to get the dinosaurs back on side to kill the zombies. Great question. Thank and also, you. Matt, whilst, whilst we're providing you with questions, <laughs> animated or live action? I think you've got to try and, and go live action. You've got to do something with this. It, yeah. No, it's a, it's a Who Framed Roger Rabbit situation. <laughs> <laughs> animated zombies, everything else is real, including dinosaurs. But where's our protagonist? Is it a dinosaur or a zombie? Whose side are we on? Ooh. Or is it someone in the middle who's like a pacifist and they're just wanting everyone to stop but can't? Why are they, why are they hating each other? Why are <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs why would attacking they hate zombies? Each other? They wouldn't really understand also, each other. <laughs> zombies, how are they making a dent on dinosaurs? They can do like the little spitty ones. They can go after them. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I maybe zombie dinosaurs it is. Yeah, nice. That's better. Zombie. That I there's probably already zombie dinosaur films already, right? It sounds like a Call of Duty like extra game, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Would a Diplodocus <laughs> zombie 
want to eat dinosaurs or would it still be a vegetarian? It's a question. That's a moral dilemma. Human zombies that were vegan through their lives, do they get a taste for brain? Or is it our eating? <laughs> you can't keep saying that. Why not? Well, we don't know the answer. You said I'm not going to bring my phone in to do any Googling. Let's live in the moment. Right now you could be Googling... When vegans get made zombies, yeah. what do they want to eat? This is where we need Ask Jeeves, isn't it? I miss Ask Jeeves. Jeeves knew those sort of things. He's probably dead now. <laughs> Been retired. Jeeves, Jeeves, come on, let's be honest. Jeeves, he was old when he launched. You think he's dead? I think Jeeves is dead. Oh. Natural causes, though. Nothing. Oh, happy death. Untoward. In his sleep. Died in his sleep. <laughs> what was the last question? <gasps> oh, my God. What do you reckon? There must have been the last question somebody asked Jeeves. Wow. Oh, man. If only I had Google. Um, right is now. that a question the reason they shut it down? <laughs> Was it just, what's the website for Google? Yeah. They were like, oh, fuck this. This has been the last million searches. <laughs> we're going the way Lycos went. Oh. Remember Lycos? That was no, another, that's that, lost on me. What's that Lycos? That was another search engine from the 90s. Oh, poor Lycos. Uh, it had a dog for its logo, and it was like, fetch, go fetch. I don't remember that at all, Joe. There was also a search engine called Go Fetch. Really? Oh, I'm really into obscure search <laughs> engines. I'm a real hipster for search engines. Is that because you didn't trust one yet to get an answer from each of them? Yeah. I'll tell you how much of a hipster I am for search engines. I think Bing's too mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're I like search about. engines where they, they all return less than I could return from my own brain. Is this your mastermind subject? <laughs> <laughs> search, search engines engine. that aren't Google. Yeah. What about this one from Stu? Jackassassin. Johnny Knoxville has been hired by the government to kill a celebrity. The only way he can do it is by making it seem like a stunt from the Jackass oh, that's movie. Clever. Awry. But can he convince major Hollywood A-lister Eddie Murphy to get in the big shopping cart or will he have to think outside the box? Hang on. The government have asked Johnny Knoxville <laughs> to kill Eddie Murphy. I'm just happy Eddie Murphy's back in our lives. <laughs> Dead or alive. We were all thinking he'd gone the way of Jeeves. <laughs> What was the last question anyone asked Jeeves? What was the last film anyone cast Eddie Murphy in? Um, right, so someone let's unpick that. Why would you want to? Kill why would Eddie Murphy? no? Why, not why would I? Because I no, well, sorry, we, could all, we could tell you. Well, why would the American <laughs> government want to kill Eddie Murphy, John? Um, What's he done? But yeah. it's not. It's not necessarily. It's not the real Eddie Murphy. It's like this. It's a fictional version of Eddie Murphy. Playing fictional Eddie Murphy playing Hollywood A-list he's, Eddie Murphy he must have stolen some secrets yeah he's got secrets yeah I'm, well, I'm sure he has maybe the president is some idiot celebrity who's managed to get his way into the into the mm, it seems a bit of a reach so <laughs> but he before he became the president he was mates with Eddie Murphy and he said some terrible terrible things uh-huh. potentially maybe and he's got him on tape this character president that I've just made up mm-hmm. and Eddie Murphy has him on tape very clever, Eddie. And, and, uh, he knew he'd career, his career got apart and he'd need a little pension. Is this a record- charity, charity game, maybe? In a, in a locker room basketball game, something like something that? Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be, could be. You know, locker room chat. We all say mad things in the locker exactly. room. And President Flump, he <laughs> uh, decides that... How did he make his money? <laughs> Through Bassett's confectionery. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, decides that Murphy has to go. Mm-hmm. And his other his other Hollywood friend, apart from Eddie Murphy, is Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and what and Johnny Knoxville and Eddie Murphy, I assume, hang out all the time because yeah. they're both in films. <laughs> What's the genre of this? Are we going like is this like a, 
a comedy uh, noir thing. drama. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely espionage. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's very it, dark. Yeah, it's dark espionage meets jackass film. <laughs> if you can imagine that, if you had to kill Eddie Murphy via a stunt, Matt, what would you? And I, and I assume you sort of prepared that kind of question before you came here. Well, well, well how would you do it? Yeah, when you emailed me that question, I took a long time to really do my research. Good. Ah, a long time to do my research. I didn't get the answer. No, of course not. Completely honest. But you have probably appeared on some lists (laughs) asking those questions on Lycos. So Um, the Lycos, nice. Right, what are the big Jackass stunts? He's referenced the. uh, I've never watched Jackass. Ever? Never. I don't really know. I don't know what it is. TV show and film. Yeah. No. What do they do? Like just set each other's bums on fire and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Are you? Are you genuine? I've never. I've never seen Jackass. That feels like I didn't have MTV. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of it maybe being the... Do you remember the one where they're in a limo and then they look, pour bees in and then when they try and get out, there's like marbles on the floor so they all fall over. I would like if it was something innocuous like that. A red carpet. And he falls over and breaks his neck. You'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to be allergic to bees or something. And he's allergic uh, to bees. And, uh, and marbles. <laughs> <laughs> They pour marbles into the limo, yeah. but when they get out, there's loads of bees. On the floor. <laughs> On the floor. That <laughs> <laughs> really tickled me. Well done. Thank you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What about this one from Josh? The Dark Knight Rider. Does Batman have a talking car? Probably. What about Batman and David Hasselhoff? I like the idea of David Hasselhoff as Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of aging stars playing physical roles. <laughs> he really is. Has yeah. he got his top off at all times? I hope yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> he paints his torso black yeah. to suit the outfit, but it is <laughs> not just his torso. <laughs> Um, he's entirely naked he's apart from yeah. the cow and <laughs> <laughs> the cape so yeah it's a naked David Hasselhoff <laughs> I, I, and I reckon you could probably book him naked now if you said if Nolan said I'm, t- I'm coming back for one more <laughs> Nolan <laughs> I reckon the Dark Knight no, no, retires I, I, uh, yeah the Dark Knight retires I reckon Nolan is so powerful 
that if he said I'm only making a new Batman movie with Hasselhoff as the lead they'd do it could you imagine how happy Hoff would be seeing that email he would not believe it subject line Batman yeah (laughs) question mark that's it no text Batman question mark (laughs) Nolan yeah I think they'd be up for it I I, I I was thinking more like I don't know, I, when you said the talking car, I was thinking it'd be the, the car Herbie. <laughs> is it a sassy car? I've never seen Knight Rider. No, it's pretty, like, f- blunt. Pretty blunt and practical. So, okay. Yeah. It's, if, I feel like it's... No, it isn't. I was going to say it's pre-robots having personality, but it isn't. It, it's post, but it doesn't really have much of a personality. No. I mean... What about the car sad. Brum? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Brum didn't speak, did he? <laughs> no, Brum didn't speak, but... There was a lot going on up top. It's all in the eyes. I'm not talking about the engine. Yeah, it was all in the eyes. Do you remember Bram? Christopher Nolan depicts David Hasselhoff's breakdown where he gets naked, paints himself black, gets in Bram and tries to solve crime. Tries to solve crime. What was? What did Bram do? Could he fly? So Bram was like kept in some old guy's garage or something. And (laughs) (laughs) right, let's all let's just think about Brum for twenty thirty minutes, right? So and then he would he would drive himself out on little day trips to different places and would kind of see what's going on. But he'd always have to get back before the owner went back into the garage to check Brum was there. What happens if he's not there? What's the? Oh, is it given away that he can drive? Yeah, exactly. Away? Yeah, no one knows oh. that Brum's alive apart from all the people seeing it in the streets <laughs> with massive blinking eyes and no driver. Brum's the first autonomous vehicle. Elon Musk built Brum. <laughs> Joss has dropped the mic. Yeah, metaphorically. What were the narratives in the Brum episode? I can't remember. Like, did he? Because was there a character who did speak? Yeah. Or was Brum what? like Mr. Bean, just going around and looking? having a look just having a good old look and a blink <laughs> um, I think they would I think he would encounter speaking people what's really sad is that he never met maybe he was just looking for another car that could, could was alive oh, did he try and speak to other cars and they wouldn't speak back fuck that's really heartbreaking <laughs> that's quite sad isn't it the first few episodes are just him ramming into parked cars trying to get them to wake up <laughs> somebody love me yeah it's like a car that he thinks is a dad you know how like an animal will lie down next to its dad when it like an elephant will lie next down to its dad when it dies essentially that sequence he did that that with a um, Citroen Picasso after the stampede (laughs) that's that film I think if you're American listening to this yeah we're stretching with peep show yeah no Brum's really popular in the cool bits of New York and some areas of Boston they try to remake uh, Brum for America in a massive Chevy <laughs> it's called Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. It was just like a really cool car. <laughs> was it like a jock? It was a big jock, yeah, yeah. Herbie's an American one, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Herbie's there, Brum. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they ever did like a mashup film? Oh, my God, like a crossover. Yeah. They're different times, though, aren't they? What do you mean? Herbie and Brum. Well, Brum was not about called Bus 3 I think <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember if it was a, if it was a CBBC proposition or a CITV proposition don't know I mean, it definitely wasn't Milkshake I definitely not it was way too it. mature for CBBS. Yeah. there were some pretty good themes in that like cars <laughs> being alive loss uh, loneliness oh yeah God. This, this all brings us back to that whole idea that if if the cars universe existed does that and it seems to be like a reflection of our own humanity does well, that mean was is there cars versions of all our worst human beings oh car hitler yeah mm. <laughs> is that what you're suggesting uh, you, maybe we mm. should bring back brom and do a film where he's searching for his creator and like the meaning of life but ah. obviously he can't speak yeah. so we have to find out a way of 
communicate where you can communicate this. I don't know if it's like we can make his eyes look like asking questions and things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answers. I'm Morse just I'm getting a premise. Blinks. You know how on uh, how radio stations can put little messages on DAB radio. Uh, <laughs> I think it's that, and you have to choose different stations. And it just constantly repeats the phrase, "Are you my father?" <laughs> what Wait. is love? So it's like. The, that car in Transformers who speaks through the radio. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Ah, uh, Brumblebee. Fucking <laughs> 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 That's the name of the episode. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're, our work is done, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, I just can't wait for us to go and sit by my laptop and watch a couple of episodes of Brum. <laughs> uh, right, let's pitch our own film ideas, starting with you, Matt. Okay. Pressure's on. What we just did in the studio, you can't see this, so it's effectively pointless, but it all went dark far from a single spotlight, which went straight <laughs> on Matt's face. But we've only done that for mine and John's enjoyment. And our chairs are now facing away from him. <laughs> My idea is up, dot, 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 in the air, comma, help. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's George Clooney yeah. and the sad guy from up yeah. and they're yeah. going up in his house mm-hmm. and then what they don't know is that the Beatles are also there oh, I, no. I don't know why the Beatles <laughs> are there but they are there Yeah. and then it's just these guys it's like a bromance movie and they're all trying to figure out what love is Aww. and dealing with grief it, it's, it's nice it's not like Wild Hogs it's not obnoxious like it's a nice film okay good good because yeah, as so, soon as you started saying that I thought this oh, is yeah. Wild Hogs <laughs> I'd look at sort of giving John the side he's pitching us the film Wild Hogs here <laughs> um, so at what age are the Beatles the, Be- the, no, the Beatles oh this could be quite cool actually they could be f- black and white from the 60s yeah but the uh, like uh, oh okay sorry my brain is exploding we, we <laughs> So the guy from Up is animated. Yeah. The people from he is, the, yeah. the Beatles. <laughs> I mean, that's just a statement of fact, that The Beatles are in black and white and yeah. they've been ripped from the, the Help original film. Yeah. And then George Clooney is George Clooney. And he's just like, what's going on? Like, yeah, why am is. I on this house? <laughs> Where's it going? And I want to get in an airport. Maybe. And the, div- the the whole, like, house flying with the balloons mm-hmm. thing is them actually, they're all trying to get back to their own films. Yes. Right. Nice. Which one's George Clooney getting back to? The film up, up in, the in the air. air. Yeah. Exactly. Which is because he's in an animated world right now. Yeah. So the only person in the right world is Sad Man from Up, who yeah. unfortunately I can't remember the name of. And then we got to get the Beatles back to the sixties, mm-hmm. and we got to get George Clooney back to the real world so he can do airport stuff. What is it? it what, exactly. Think, doesn't he travel around and sack people? He just. Yes, he does. I think he's a consultant. He travels around airport to airport and he develops a long-term relationship with another version of him. Well, not literally. <laughs> that is I'd a like film I fucking yeah. watch, mate. At Passport Control. Um, I think what he does is he's hired by big companies to go and give bad news about like laying people off. So like the company won't do it themselves. They'll hire him and he'll go, you're all sacked, leave your offices. Yeah, that's why everything's up in the air because their jobs are up in the air. Um... It's clever, you know? Right, and the end of the film turns out they don't actually go back to their real lives. Oh, yeah, no. And George Clooney learns that maybe having a George job... George Clooney sacks purely, the Beatles. <laughs> purely, purely relating to sacking people yeah. isn't all it's cracked out to be, which is very little anyway. Mm. What are the Beatles learning? This is what I've been trying to... Love is all you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, write, they go back to the 60s and write Sgt. Pepper. And you look at, if you go back and look at the cover, George Clooney's on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> the sad map from up. Some, the balloons. Ever, how closely you've ever looked at that cover? I'm pretty sure there are balloons on the right. cover. Guys, the film ends with love is all you need, and it's like, oh my god, that montage is so good. And George Clooney's just rehiring everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just well, offering jobs left, right, and centre. Because the old guy, although it's sad, his wife's died. He's like, yes, love is all you need, and he sees the kisses love George between Clooney. the Beatles, okay. and he's like, oh yeah. great, oh yeah, oh he kisses. He kisses George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> really passionately. And it's the first sexy Pixar film. That's what they've got to do next, right? They, you know, oh, sexy you know, Pixar. Yeah, so Pixar. Pixar's taken on no. Pixar's <laughs> taken on death. Pixar's taken on you know emotions. Yeah. It's got. To, it's got to teach the kids about the birds and the bees with literal birds and bees. <laughs> Just doing it. Uh, John, what's your film idea? No, should I do mine? Do you want uh, to do yours or should I do mine? I would like to do mine. I'm quite happy to do mine. Mine's, mine's, mine's just a pun. There's nothing oh, else. Oh, well, we're in trouble there, though, mate. <laughs> Tony Hawk's, mine's not even that. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Woe Skater. Oh, it's sad Tony Hawk. He's got quite sad, though, hasn't he? He mostly just tweets about how people think he's Tony Hawk. What do you mean? He always well, tweets. He is Tony like Hawk. Existentialist yeah, so, so he what tweets mean? all the time, like, I was in a Hawk. restaurant yesterday and some woman said, you look like Tony Hawk. He's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's like it happens to him all the time because I guess people don't think about Tony Hawk enough to recognise him anymore but when you see Tony Hawk you think I think I look like Tony Hawk and he hasn't got a skateboard with I was him. about to say <laughs> unless he's wearing a helmet and shorts I probably wouldn't think he's Tony Hawk popping think, an ollie yeah because he probably wears shirts and trousers right when he's going to restaurants mm, now. he's not doesn't sound that gnarly no he's not very he's rad. an adult he's always been an adult <laughs> he probably wears shirts now because he's an adult when he was like a big skater in the 90s he wasn't 9 years old <laughs> how old is he now 50 odd it's a documentary about what you've described. Him walking around. Is there a Zimmer frame equivalent of a skateboard? <laughs> a scooter? Yeah. He's got a mobility scooter, right? Tony Hawk's now 80, and he's in a mobility scooter, but he wants to do one last backflip at the X Games. <laughs> they will. Oh, that's so good. Tony, they will Tony Hawk when he's 80 years of age, and he's like, I'm going to fucking smash this. And he's on a mobility scooter, and he just goes into a half pipe, and he does the most amazing set of tricks you've ever seen. <laughs> and then the title comes up at the end, and there's a question mark at the end, because he's happy now. Oh. oh. It goes, whoa, skater. <laughs> no, it just turns to, whoa. <laughs> yes. Yes. Whoa, skater. Oh, God, that is so shit. Um, my film idea is Point Break. Yeah. Ronnie O'Sullivan orchestrates a bank heist between frames at the Masters. Right. So we're snooker. Yeah. Who's, yeah, in, the, who's in the hit squad? Is it other snooker players? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's convinced them all to get involved. Why are they involved? Is it because like not enough people are watching snooker? So there's no money down. in snooker anymore. Okay, zero money. It's a voluntary sport, <laughs> and so to substitute their income, they've all become bank robbers. Okay, yeah. Are but, they using their pool cues? Yeah, to yeah, of course. They're, they're, the yeah. <laughs> they're all wearing waistcoats, and their pool <laughs> cues are are essential to every heist. And it's like Bond with gadgets. He gets exactly the gadgets he needs for the job. They, there's <laughs> always a pool cue they need for the job. And Steve Davis. And John Parrott, they made all their money, didn't they? So they, they're not worried about the dip in revenues because they're, they're loaded now. They're out to stop them. <laughs> what? Why would they They're like two retired oh, players because they're bringing the game into disrepute. Yeah, they, they don't want the name. So they're rounding them up. Ah. Also, incidentally, the skills required for pool and lock picking are exactly the same. Mm. Mm, don't compare <laughs> pool with snookers. Really, so snookers. Snookers. <laughs> You tried to shame me there, but then said something wrong, so you look like an idiot yourself. Cut that out, mate. Would you cut that out? (laughs) Can I just ask, is there going to be a moment where they're stuck? It's like, guys, we're snookered. 
Hey, yeah. come on, that's probably, Gardena somewhere. Yeah, probably will be. And yeah, then they yeah. look at the camera and wink, just so everyone knows <laughs> they're like, "We are doing a pun. This oh, is a yeah, joke." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they that's, look at the camera and one of them just sighs. They, they walk out. They walk out the bank. Car pulls up. Ronnie just looks over and goes, "Right on cue." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who's the cast are, are they playing themselves is this like a heightened version yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. At, at one point they there's a, there has to be a murderous part of the bank robbery, robbery. Yep. Foo just fucking smacks on with a cue and then John Parrott turns up the next day and he's just drawing the outline in blue chalk <laughs> <laughs> does it end with like a no like a public service announcement to try and build up support for snooker is it like a charity thing at the end yeah oh yeah so they're all they're all okay they're all fine none of them go to prison they just have a big talk no the end is like prison rule snooker they're all incarcerated (laughs) i like that or alternatively because of all the amazing news coverage these heists have been getting yeah paul becomes sexy again Stop saying Paul. Snooker becomes sexy. <laughs> because Paul is always sexy, whereas Snooker yeah, becomes Paul's sexy. Yeah, Paul's sexy. Are they doing like a Jordan Belfort where they're touring the countries and chatting about this event? That yeah. yeah. And youngsters, they're like, I want to do snooker like you. And so suddenly, back, it's an A-class sport that's on BBC TV all day. Oh. And I don't get it. You must get snooker. What do you mean? No, I don't. There's I don't get, to get it. Well, I just... It's yeah. so calming. Do you like this? Do you think that's what it is? Uh, I like playing it. I can't... I've never watched it. Oh, man. It's like cricket as well. Because it's so long. I just yeah. I don't really... Which sports do you like? Vibe. Squash? I've already said it. Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. Good, good, good. <laughs> Thank you very much, Matt, for doing that episode. That was really good fun. Uh, thanks for having we, me, guys. We'd love to have you on again. I would love to. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, if people have enjoyed listening to you there... Uh, where can they enjoy listening to you some more? I like the big pause there. Like, have they enjoyed listening to me? <laughs> it, well, that was a moment for them to think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're deciding. They can reflect. They're deciding. They can reflect. But yeah. it's like multiple choice, but there's only one answer, and it's yes. Yeah. Okay. That's not multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to listen to me do a bit more talking, then go to Low Expectations, which is a podcast that I do with YouTuber Marcus Butler, and we chat everything pop culture, YouTube, digital world, all that kind of stuff. And this week, we've actually got Greg James on just before his Radio 1 debut. So, yeah, go and have a list of that. And I'm also on Twitter, at MattViney12. But, yeah, thanks so much for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Anyway, I think I think that just about brings us to a close. Uh, and we know it's the end of the episode, John, because there is a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. And entering the studio... It's a man with a big yellow face. Of course it bloody is. So, Joel, we have an American listener. That Honestly, that uh, excites me so much. <laughs> and uh, not- I, went, I went to America on holiday this summer, and-, and I had to wear a cap really low and sunglasses so that this single American <laughs> listener didn't recognise me. <laughs> and um, he, I don't mind it, but he's decided that we have become his just source of UK culture. We're, we're the UK speaks to spokespeople. <laughs> and I think, look, we're living in a through a time of chaos here. Yeah, we're the voices of reason. We're cutting through the crap. Yeah, we are. We are the most honest, transparent representatives that Britain has today. I would agree. Mm. So, firstly, he asked us to comment on Love Island. Yeah, and we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and he thought, you know what? I'm going to keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying until he's he so persistent. Are you going to say his name? Because he'll be, he'll be sat there thinking. 
They're really chatting about me, but I'm not really getting the, the credit I deserve. Firstly, thank you, George. And I'm sorry that we didn't respond to that. I think he has his own podcast as well. He does. It's called In A Word. Maybe we should start trolling that podcast the way he's trolling us. Yeah, we'll ask yeah. him about What's American his podcast things. about, John? They, it's a discussion-based podcast, mm-hmm. and each of them bring a word that week and kind of use it as a kind of starting point for conversation. Mm. I've got three words they could use in the next podcast. Yeah. The Dream Factory. <laughs> Imagine being the guy that brought the... So, That's like episode 100. They're like scraping around. Like, oh, what the fuck are we going to talk about this week? The word the. Hey, uh, guys. Should we, uh, should we tweet them asking them questions about like burgers and stuff? Yeah. How big are your cars? <laughs> What's the biggest car you saw this week? Is it like Friends? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is everything like Friends? Yeah. Do you go out for a coffee? This, is, this ramble is all leading to the point where... He, the other day, sent us, I think he sent me specifically, but then he asked if we could discuss it. Yeah. Uh, a map of England where each county... I don't want to talk about this, mate. <laughs> I um, said, I actually said on a public forum, I don't want to talk about this. And you've brought a fucking printout. <laughs> He's, it's a map of England where each county has been divided by, apparently, their most yeah, popular I don't know who made this. from this region. <laughs> yeah. Not listened to in this region because it would just be Adele. Adele the whole way. It would just say Adele. We'd be known as the nation of Adele. And Craig David in Leicestershire. Massive in Leicestershire. (laughs) Yeah, so it's the biggest artist from each region. And, um, you know, you've got your big hitters. You've got your Kaiser Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) What? They're they're immediate. Yorkshire. What's that? I'm so bad at geography. Where's that? Where am I looking? Yeah, they're oh yeah, they're like that's north, isn't it? Yeah, Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Are they, they're Yorkshire lads, aren't they? I'm sure they are. Uh, right for Cornwall, I know this one, Muse, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Or is that Devonshire? It's Devonshire. That's Devonshire, Devonshire Corn- mate. Cornwall's Apex Twin. Down south here, my this is all this is actually saying is how shit my geography is. This is an audio. You've got the cure, format, right? You've and got, you've said down south here. You've got. <laughs> You got big hitters like Elton John, The Cure, The Beatles, Robbie Williams, Def Leppard. You know, big names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then should we? Well, talk- mate, it's a na- it's a musical nation, right? Exactly. We are. We've produced some of the finest for somewhere for a country so small. We punch well above our. We way. punch well. We've we produced the finest musical acts in the world. So, you know, you you look at this map and you think. It's going to be all killer. Like, yeah. It's just going to be band after band after band of influential musicians. And then you realise that actually all of those bands are from Manchester or Liverpool. Yeah. And there is a lot of dross, right? Who is your county? Mine's terrible. So I've never heard of this What's artist. your county? Marillion. Oh, no, I've heard of Marillion. They're a band. Okay. Yeah, I know I've heard of them because they get mentioned in Partridge. Oh, Someone fine. used to be the drummer in Marillion. Oh, but I think fine. they're like an all right band. Cool. And don't give me yours is terrible because <laughs> in the fucking Garden of England, mate, the best sell- the single best selling artist to have ever come from Kent, and it's a substantially sized county, is Joss Stone. Yep. How does that make you feel? Fine. You studied there, mate. You studied music there. No, you didn't. I saw <laughs> I saw you play a gig there. You're probably the fucking second best selling artist ever come from <laughs> Kent. No, there are worse crimes on this. What? Cher the- Lloyd Cher oh, Lloyd yeah. is on there from where, somewhere in Wales she's neighbours with Ellie Goulding that's quite <laughs> alarming really isn't it <laughs> Olivia Newton-John's in there I also like the fact that uh, Gary and Gary Barlow and Robbie Williams are neighbours that's nice Just isn't it smashed it absolutely smashed it also uh, down mate who the fuck a spooky tooth <laughs> 
There's a region in the George north. George has made this up. There's a region in the north, and it's absolutely enormous. And apparently, the best-selling band ever from there, a Spooky Tooth. George, did you make up this thing and put some fake bands on there to trick yeah. us and make us look like idiots? What was this map originally, George? <laughs> oh, mate. Anyway, I'm off to listen to some Spooky Tooth. I don't know about you. <laughs> Spooky tooth, we're the guys with the scary teeth. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.